This week, we're exploring ways to enhance client experience. We've learned that creating an excellent client experience is key to keeping clients engaged and happy through their design project. So we're sharing some of the ways we enhance our processes to create stronger client relationships. And guess what? You won't have to spend a lot of money to try them. Let's go. Studio Plum. And I'm Sean of Renstead Interiors. We're interior designers, turned internet friends, turned real life friends. Welcome to the Hot Young Designers Club podcast. We're not that hot or that young. Every week we'll be spilling the tea on how a new generation of interior designers can run their businesses. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the club. club. Hey, Sean. What's up, Rebecca? <laughs> I'm trying to make it really high drama over here. Ooh, yeah. We got um, drama going on. Drama, drama for your mama. We got plenty of drama. I, <laughs> I, I'm the master of my own drama. <laughs> <laughs> You're the architect uh, of it, the master of it. The designer. Nobody, I don't know who pretended that being a designer was all glamorous or whatever. It's definitely not. Yeah, I wish I was just like draping luxurious fabrics over things and <laughs> and then having everybody chaps. go, "Oh my god, yeah, yes. Give who do I throw my money at?" Yes. Honestly, my dream in life is to just be clopping through a hallway with somebody following me with a clipboard and a pen and I huh? can just like toss out details and tasks over my shoulder. Okay, so Kelly Worstler. Yeah. I mean, I know she does other stuff, but the benefit of her having her team is that she also shows up looking legit like a fashion model to every meeting it looks like. She really does. She's always crouching on furniture in heels. She knows how to do those like body angles that make you look really activated and very influencer. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I will be doing that, but... Is she the Miranda Priestley of design? Oh, maybe. (laughs) I can't think of anyone else as dramatic. So yeah, I really want... To just like say a thought and have somebody jot it down and execute it. Uh huh. But what did you do with that piece of paper I had last Tuesday? <laughs> did you get those samples in? <laughs> I want them to just be arriving. Like, I just want samples to be arriving. <laughs> anyway, let's jump into fizzles and sizzles. Yeah, let's do it. Um, I'll start with mine because I kind of previewed you that I'm not going to tell you too much about it, but it's, it has been a morning already. I know you've had a busy one too. So this morning, a client reached back out to me who we've been through like a whole process. They already like got a proposal, signed the contract, but like for whatever reason, hadn't paid the proposal. So I just followed up with them because I waited a few days. You never know. People might need to figure stuff out. So I'm like, okay, let's be chill. And she was like, you know, I don't think this is the direction I want to go. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be sad. She's not going to want to do the project. It's supposed to be more of like design only, 
kind of like e-design, but they are local to me. So I did actually get to do an in-person consult with them. Turns out she's like flipping the whole script on me. And this is why it's a fizzle. She wants to move to like full service furnishing accessorizing for these two rooms in her home that they recently remodeled. I love the style of the home. I love what they did in the kitchens and bathrooms. I think it's a cute little, it's not little, it's actually a big Spanish house. So I'd love to do that, but I don't really want to do full service for this right now because it's a shit show out there. And we've talked about it in previous episodes about how it's getting pretty dire to find furniture and accessories and things that are in stock. And it just doesn't match up with their fantasy of like, in four months or so, they want it all to be done. And I'm like, yeah, that's, it's pretty unrealistic. So it's not impossible. It's not impossible. But this afternoon, we're going to have to have the conversation. So I've already scheduled the call, but it was kind of like a, I called her and I was like, what's, what do you, tell me what, what you're thinking. It's one of those, like, where you can tell something wasn't sitting right. So you've got to like, let them tell you all the stuff. What they're trying to have happen. And they're in like mostly retirement and they've traveled to see kids and and they're just like, we don't want to do this ourselves. But when they started, it was like, we'd rather do it ourselves. We are traveling a lot and we'll just buy stuff when we know we're going to be here for a while. And then meanwhile, I think it got into her head how I was like, yeah, but I could be doing all that while you're traveling. And she's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, but we're okay with doing it this way. I'm like, okay, well, I'll prepare that in a proposal. We'll do it. It'll be good. And I think it finally like sunk in. And I just wish it had done that when we were still at the early phases. Um, But it's okay. It's just not exciting to think about the delays. So I've got to get my act together. Of Yeah. And probably my constant complaining isn't really boosting your morale in that department. (laughs) But you're not the only one. You're not. But it isn't. And so I think what I'm really going to have to do is explain like on this afternoon's call of, I don't want to discourage you from this. In fact, it's more exciting for me as a designer to do it this way, but whatever timeline you have in your head, double it. Whatever budget you have in your head, double it. Like just Yeah, I think it's smart to do that. Like we'll shoot for the moon, but you need to be okay with the worst case scenario, which is entirely possible. So that we're landing in the middle of space between the earth and the moon. Yeah. (laughs) But like, we'll shoot for three to four months, but it could take six to eight. Will you still be happy with that? Exactly. And that's kind of where I I need from you. Quick decision-making, good feedback. Right. When we're hitting, like when we're starting to do actual procurement, like I'll let you know, like, Okay, finger on the trigger, because like that's what this morning with my <laughs> client, like I had to cancel everything because they approved and they pr- approved and paid an invoice. So I had to go pick up the check and place orders first thing, so the things don't disappear. Yeah, and you're like shit, shit, fire the shit, like <laughs> yeah, go. there's a fire in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> Totally. And it's like, we're not losing. There's only one of these consoles left. I'm getting it. (laughs) The whole West Coast has one console. I'm not starting over. Yeah, well, because it's been hard to kind of get the style right, because they're like really designed forward. So anyway. But that's your, that's like a good thing for you. 
yeah i mean it's good it's just like you're looking for unicorns all the time and then you've got one by the tail you can't let it go <laughs> i'm really taking this far but i'm 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 with it i just every time you say something like that now i i hear cecily when she I was know. like and i have this beautiful gorgeous unicorn i have this elegant Isn't unicorn like <laughs> yeah isn't it beautiful? Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I think it's, I actually have a list to uh, kind of create a piece that's like a disclaimer on COVID times and like a, make it look. Like a warning sheet? Yeah, it's going to be red. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like a this is a red dot. handout. It's, it, you have to pull it like a pin out of a grenade before you open the rest of the stuff I give you. You have to do this first. Yes. And so it's, it's going to be a lot of hurry up and then wait. Still exciting to be getting to that point and that they're on board and that they are forward. Um, so that for you, that's a sizzle. For me, my fizzle is having to like go back to the drawing board a little bit because things are just moving quickly and it kind of restarts their timeline. Um, my sizzle is that this afternoon I get to go pick up the cabinets that I am installing for my one room challenge. Um, I haven't even shown anything about them. So everyone will just have to stay tuned to the blog posts and my Instagram stories for more about that. I'm going to get a sneak peek. Yes, you definitely will. You definitely will. It's just, it's like sometimes it's fun to do this stuff yourself. Like I got I got a U-Haul. I'm gonna go down oh. there. I'm gonna pick them up. I don't have a truck, and I don't know anybody. Well, my brother has a big truck, but my brother is one of those people with truck with a truck who doesn't want to let anybody use it. Oh, it's like has to stay pristine. It's his. Yeah, bed. it's it's yeah. He doesn't even drive it for work. He has a he has a work provided vehicle. So his truck is like the baby. What's so, the point of having a twin if you can't borrow their truck? I know. It's disappointing. <laughs> so yeah, I'm whatever. I will I'm going down there. I'm gonna pick them up. It's only like four cabinets. So it's kind of fun to be like loading dock life and like oh, yeah. picking them up. And they were semi-custom. So oh, I'm so jealous. I'm I'm kind of stoked. They won't be going in right away, but I I mean it's like a fun diversion. Maybe no one else likes dirty loading docks, but oh. Yeah, no. <laughs> I was just, I would be excited to just see them and unwrap yeah, them. Yeah, I'm, I'm psyched for them to like, they, they do the like open them, inspect them and whatever. And I'm going to get like psyched, hope, you know, fingers crossed they're the right everything I want and they're not damaged or anything. And then they load them up in the truck and it'll be good. Well, it's exciting. Yeah. Which is a lot more exciting than my one room challenge, which... I don't even have a color scheme for. So Meh. kickoff is today. Got a little bit of a having some problems. But. I I mean more delays, more stuff that's not available or back ordered. It's yeah. a common trend right now. Yes, and then I'm trying to work with sponsors, so I'm at their mercy. Um so I don't know. I worked myself into a frenzy last night trying to solve. 
like, like I don't have like good samples and I can't wait for them. So I'm trying to just figure out how to roll the dice in a... Oh, giving me heart palpitations over here. Oh, you don't even want to know. I, I don't I want to know I haven't even yet. started my blog post, but you know what? I gave myself forgiveness and I'm just going to post it on Saturday. Like... It's available to open for that reason. Yeah. It, I don't need to be this is precisely why. No. And to be quite honest, like you see the people who are posting like first through like 20 and you were like, they were just sitting there refreshing the page, waiting for this thing to be available. Like there's yeah, no reason to do, to do that. There's no reason to do that. Also, most people to. explore you through Instagram. So I think, I mean, I did do that in the beginning, like my first one or two, and I think it did help me get noticed. Um, so now it's not my goal so much. So um, giving I realized myself... that the first picture is a big deal. Like that, what that little preview photo yeah. should be something that gets people to go, oh, wait, what? And... But other people are just like big logos and, and it's like, there's nothing to see, which doesn't make me want to click on it. I know. And the first one's the hardest because I never want to like give too much away, but people want to see it. So yeah, so I'm working through that. Um, but I'm also giving myself some grace because it's not the most important thing in the world on my plate right now. And my sizzle... Speaking of like the hurry up and wait and back orders and all that, I did get a client project um, invoiced and paid and I got to open up a new account with Noir, <coughs> Noir LA, which I'm really excited about. Um, I love got a all good their opening stuff. Order, so yeah, yeah, that felt fun. So this client was kind of adventurous and they like really love art and kind of just funky. They live in a mid century high rise, which is really cool downtown. And, um, so, and they are like, well, really well traveled and have a lot of just artifacts and art and different things. So we're doing some cool stuff in there. So that's exciting. I mean, I love, I love noir. They, I've seen them here physically before. Like I'm in LA, they're in LA. I've seen their stuff at, at other places here locally. They obviously show really great at market, um, but they do have a significant amount of warnings for everything that they do. Oh, I like, know. But I think part of that is just like, yes, things are made overseas. Some of their stuff where it's like, <laughs> some of the times they disclose like, oh, this is meant to be a rough finish. But then I'm like, no, it's clearly not meant to be a rough finish. It's just, you can't guarantee the same quality on everything. So you don't want to be like on the hook for damage. You want to be able to call it rustic quality or rough or, and I'm okay with some of that. I think that's just like why they overdisclose it is like you can't be expecting at their price points perfection well and i think they have like i do think they have some like wabi-sabi approach to the process and yeah they like seeing like whole like the little knots in the wood and right so you're like bites. people who want perfection perfection costs a shit ton of money right and, and most not, people and they're not about that, that. 
so yeah so hopefully like that stuff's all in stock so i'm hoping we can install that sooner than later and praying for you godspeed godspeed noir console (laughs) shall we get into our topic of the day Yes, let's hit it. Actually, some of the like disclosures and things we've been talking about fall in line with today's episode mm-hmm. about client experience. Because it's not always about like the warm and fuzzy stuff. It is, it's also about like, how do you just enhance the way they're going to feel going through all of this or make sure that they leave with good impressions and feel like you got your shit together? Yeah, goals. always going for that feeling yeah i think for me the the first and easiest way that i help enhance the client experience is just constant communication everybody wants to know what's going on it's Mm -hmm. just finding out that groove for clients and during my initial onboarding with clients, I find out their preferred contact methods, whether it's phone calls or emails or meetings. Um, I do a weekly project update email and sometimes there's not much to talk about. Like sometimes you're just like, we're just waiting on stuff to show up, but clients want to know that you're still checking that stuff. So it's better than just leaving them in the dark going, I wonder what's happening with all my furniture. Right. So it's like, here's what's happening next, or just giving you a heads up next month, we're going to be doing, well, I don't know if it's different for everybody, but it's like next month is going to be your install. We think we're looking at these weeks. Does that, is that going to work for you? Or next week, the tile guy is going to be showing up for your shower. Like that's going to be cool. And they just want to know that you have your hands on things and that yeah. it's not all up to the spirits about what's happening next. I think it just helps them to not feel surprised or for them to think you're not surprised, even if something does surprise you. Does any, do you, this is something I'm going to start doing regularly. I've committed to myself and my therapist. Good. <laughs> start tomorrow. Um, are, so like if there's a furniture order where, I like I know I won't hear anything for six weeks. I mean, are you just telling them every week, like still the same? Well, and it doesn't even have to be like I'm doing this. It could just be here's what's still happening. And it's like a bullet point. Like your mm. your furniture is all in this phase. Your, you know, fixtures are all in this phase. Like it doesn't even have to be active. I checked your orders again, still the same. It can just bullet points. Like, remember, we're in the procurement phase. Everything's still getting ordered and we're waiting on it. We're getting it all scheduled for delivery to the receiver. Like, it's okay that you're not doing it if there isn't anything that you've had to do. Yeah. I'm just wondering, like, what that looks like. Mine are most, like, what's next? Like, how many weeks out are we thinking for installation like right now we're aiming at x even if it's not the real date yet yeah i'm just wondering because there's like either i tell them i'm just going to be sending this email out every week and there's going to be 
a month probably where the email is exactly the same, but it's just going to be a status update. And that's, and, and I do tell clients, I'm like, expect regular, regular communication from me. Some of them are going to have action. Some of them won't. And then I always do like a bold uh, header to separate things. So I'm like, what's, what's next? I put in bold. So that way they know like, oh, let me scroll to that section. Um, Action, you know, like, hey, you guys need to, like, if it's before demo, that says, you need to have everything out of this way by this date, you know, or whatever it might be. Yeah. So I just kind of highlight like what's next or what you need to do. Um, They're quick. Like, I mean, because we're keeping track of all that stuff every week. It's just giving them a few bullet points. It's more about them feeling like, oh, Rebecca knows what's happening. She she knows what's going on. Um, Most of the replies I get for them are like, awesome. Thanks. Yeah. Like they don't say anything. I mean, I sent one to a client at the end of last week uh, that I just saw early in the week for a measure for a new project. And I just said, just letting you know, like we're, I'm, I'm working on getting all those measurements into plans so we can space plan the rest of the project. And like, there's nothing really done yet. I don't have anything to show, but I just want her to know like, yeah, we're moving. Things are happening. Um, so do you bill clients when you, like, do you count, like, if you're having a personal conversation with them, like, do you add that to your billing? If it really, now it seems like there's a lot of Corona talk, like, yeah, I will, like, I adjust, like, if I'm just, you know, shooting the shit with the client during a site visit for 15 minutes, I adjust that time. And I mean, that's my choice to spend my time connecting with them I'm also mm-hmm. I'm not overly generous with that you know but I can like talk to them while I'm doing measurements I mean obviously everyone needs to know their limits Don't on that like talk to if me you're, while you're doing, if, yeah. <laughs> while I'm doing measurements. everybody needs to know but like meanwhile I have my laser measure out so I'm like yeah. I can talk to you while I hit it going beep beep and it makes a number for me um but if I'm measuring for like custom cabinetry yeah everybody like STFU, get out of here because <laughs> I'm going to mess off, this Shiv. up. Fuck off, <laughs> Shiv. Um, P.S. If you guys still haven't caught Succession yet, it's time. Um, so yeah, it's that's kind of here or there on personal time. But I do lately try to call clients when it's not business related. Like if I'm on the road heading to another client, I can even just leave a voicemail that just says, I'm just checking in how you're holding up. I know your house has been demoed for a few weeks. I'm sure you're really hating washing your dishes in the bathroom sink. Just, we're almost there. Don't lose hope. Call me if anything comes up. Talk soon. Bye. Like, it's fast. I mean. A little morale booster. Yeah. Like, or, hey, all your stuff went in. Like, are you happy? Does it look great? I'm not going to be there for a site check-in, but the contractor seemed really stoked. And then you, like, I want to build up those positive moments of like, oh my God, yeah, the floors went in today and they look so good and we're going to, they're going to be so amazing. Like, I want to like, what do you call it? Like mark the miles. Yeah. It's just like punctuate those of like, Hey, remember like good shit has happened, even though you're going crazy. Like, right. 
I'm just trying to draw attention to this is the fun part to the fun parts yeah yeah and like oh it's gonna be so awesome like look at all the light coming in and I feel like that's part of our job is to pump up those things and connect with clients on that personal side because I I get into robot like Mr. Spock mode when it comes to project management yeah like I'm just trying to check something off my list here Let's right 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 like keep it's it moving just just a site visit I've got four more can we keep going I only have 30 40 minutes like I don't want that to be robotic because to them these are exciting things happening so I have to like program emotional support wow it's it's hard once i'm in do strategy mode that's my that's my mode like yeah i'm in my zone of genius when i'm doing that and i have to remember like stop they're excited all their tile just went in in their shower or they just saw their sample cabinet from the cabinet maker and it looks amazing like i have to reinforce how exciting those things are for them even if they're not for me. Yeah, see, that's not where I would have issue because I'm so <laughs> excited about every little part of it, like more excited than they are. Oh probably. my God, look at this paint color. Look at it. Did you look at it? Yeah, like look <laughs> at this It's the perfect it's green so blue. Cute. I know. I don't, the personal stuff helps. I, there are some calls where some of it is like very business and I'm, I'm pretty flexible with the way that I track some of that. Like, I'm not, I'm not nickel and diming someone over two minutes of personal chat. That's right. And you don't, and you want them to know that too. Cause I do feel like sometimes people are like, am I paying for this? But, yeah. um, I'm pretty I, flexible, but I also want everyone to remember each other's humanity. Like, yeah, partly to check in with them and their mental health, but also like, Remember, I'm a person too, and yeah, I've got a lot of shit going on too. I don't want to put that burden on them, and I try, I really try not to, even though right. a lot of times they see me on social media, so I have to be careful that yeah. they're not like trying to like protect me somehow. But yeah, and I feel like that's like, part oh, of. You know, your daughter's in homeschool. Like, how's that going? Like, I. I want like the humanity touch point, but I don't want them to feel like they're. I'm sorry, I don't want to bother me. you. I know you're right. doing this. Like it's, I try not to share publicly, and it's not necessarily about client experience, but it kind of is about. I don't want to share comments about oh I'm so busy or I'm overwhelmed yeah, or today that. was exhausting. Like I will do that with our private group, among friends and family. But I don't want clients to feel like, oh, I'm so sorry to be bothering you with this. It's like, literally, totally. you're paying me for that. You're literally paying to bother me. And we're all, like, and it's boring. Yeah, it doesn't help boring get anywhere. Boring content. And, yeah. We're all busy. <laughs> Fuck off. Alert. <laughs> boring content. <laughs> but yeah, just the, how are you holding up? Are you happy? I always uh, try to ask the hard questions during those calls, too, of, are there any concerns that you need me to focus on? Is there anything that you need me to be helping with? And nobody really wants to ask that question. And I think it speaks volumes to clients when you open yourself up to that vulnerability of like, well, it sounds like everything's great. But when you stop and say, hey, like, what do you need me to focus on? Like, what's going wrong? Or what do you feel isn't going the way you want it to? And you need me to focus on it. Mm-hmm. 
it's really hard to ask a question like that. So. Yeah, I don't like it. It's very uncomfortable. Every time, (laughs) every time I do it, it's, it's almost like asking for a performance review. It's really hard, but I've, most people don't have anything that is that big and they're so conflict averse that they, they will, even if it's something tiny, they're like, no, I'm okay. Cause it's not, he's asking me what is a concern and this isn't really one. Like they make that decision of, and like, it also I don't may, burden him with this. Which might help them not fixate on it if it's just a small annoyance because they've now yes. decided not to take the opportunity to talk about right. it. It must not be that important. Yeah. I mean, it's good to always reinforce, oh, you guys have been so patient with all of this. Or, oh, I wish all my clients were so understanding. And then they're like, oh, I better shut the hell up then. Totally. <laughs> I'm giving you guys all the secrets. We're designapists, but also master manipulators. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. It's all about the spin. Um, speaking of spin, let's talk a little bit about marketing. I mean, like it's, brain- marketing is all about the spin. Oh, all spin. All spin all the time. But like... <laughs> I think there's, we talked about it a little bit, but like branded or printed items that we use to help yeah. guide the experience. Okay. Um, we're both big on branded thank you cards. I just got some printed with my new brand. I did um, just like a basic note card from Moo. So they yeah. actually don't say thank you, so I can use them for different things. I love that idea. Yeah, they're... Um, really heavy weight and they're that luxe paper so they they feel really cute or not cute they don't feel cute they're like they feel so cute yeah i feel like that's a big upgrade to like get like a really nice card stock yours are really pretty yeah and i just use those for the end of a project um maybe alongside a gift but you had given given me the idea i don't know if we were on the pod when we were talking about but you do thank you cards after consultations right yeah i do after every in-person consultation i mail a thank you card and i hadn't been doing that so i like the idea but i think i'm going to create a different card and also because like we've said i do a lot of them so um you don't want the investment to get out of control on that. like. No, I mean, I'm doing one to two a week. So, which is still worth a dollar. Cheaper but... card. Yeah, not che- I mean, cheaper, but also like a little bit different. I thought it would be fun to put some communication on it. Like tag me in your photo. Cause I do a lot of one off consultations intentionally. So oh, that'd be cute. Tag me in your photos, like tell your friends, like instructions referrals ideas like a little might get a little piece of marketing but but it's not like over the top it's not like that's the whole card it's you write it personalized yeah like i handwrite the note your yours are handwritten too i think that's a huge do not if you want a luxe experience you do not print off of a computer or template a thank you card like don't look at any big upscale brand it's always a handwritten note yeah and it doesn't have to be a long letter so i'm gonna design these consult follow-up cards to be 
short and sweet, but a fun little value add. And um, yeah, think about kind of, I guess a referral, um, like a referral generator. Yeah, like if people are seeing like, oh, Rebecca was, you know, Studio Plum, they tag you, was at my house and she helped me with changing up the styling for this, or she gave me idea to paint this. Those posts on Instagram, though they may not be like your full finished work, those are still helpful for other people to think, oh, she can help me with this. Like I should bring her in. Yeah. And it's I a mean, real person. It's a testimonial. Totally. So that's it on my a- list. It creates like a loyal following among people too, because they like you, they feel more personally invested with you. They tell other people you want, you want the loyal customers. You want those that are going to like be so happy with you that they'll mention you to anybody they know who's buying a house or doing a nursery or thinking about a remodel. Like we depend on that type of word of mouth business. Totally. I think the, thank, the the branded stuff, like even if it is just a logo, if you don't have a full branding package, get your company name on it, get your logo on it. You don't have to buy like 4,000. You know, you can, if you know no. you're going to be updating stuff, just get something that really speaks to you. It elevates your professionalism because it shows that you're investing. If you're not ready for that type of investment, like we've, we both have used moo.com for ours, non-spawn. Um, we, you can just, and they have you, really small, you can have, they have really small minimums. So, I mean, I think I ordered right. 25 of those just to see what the quality was like and to make sure that I liked them before I invested in more. And you'll but, go through them quick. Like, but if you can't just use, not, I mean, 25, like that's a lot of finished. It's a lot of consults. Yeah. <laughs> oh, not the but you can The consults I'll order more, but yeah. Yeah. But you can totally... I mean, if you can't, if that investment is too much at the beginning, yes, use a standard thank you card. Get pick them up at Target or Home Goods or whatever. Use yeah. those. It it's still something personal from you. The branded element just takes it to the next level and shows off your professionalism and is like, oh shit, this is a bit this is a real company. Like they're it, they're investing in this just for their company. Hey, Sean, have you signed up for the Hot Young Designers Club newsletter? Oh, no. Really? Is this you not wanting to clutter your inbox with a lot of excess junk? No, no. Let me do it. Where do I need to go? You need to go to hotyoungdesignersclub.com. Scroll down until you get to the subscribe button. Just pop in your email address and your name. All right. I'm doing it right now. Is this going to be a bunch of spam? It's not. It's actually not going to be anything until we actually get around to sending something. But we have big plans and we want to be able to send surveys to get feedback from our audience. And maybe once in a while, a special surprise or a recap. All right. I'm on it. Thank you. Back to the show. And that goes like we don't need to get totally into all of this, but collateral overall like welcome guides investment guides um any handout or material yeah yeah 
any, even if it is a simple Word doc where everything's good except the footer has your logo and contact details. That's just get that at minimum. But even having the document itself is a experience for the client. So like, yeah, I finally updated my like kind of big thing about freight receiving and shipping, like what it means and an explanation and all that. And so now that's part of my I updated it. I updated the branding, but I also made it a lot more clear with FAQs and stuff so that it's a better experience, easier for them to read. And then I can explain. Girl, I want to look at that. Oh yeah. I need to share it with you. I have like four different handouts for some of that. And man, maybe that one from my fizzle is going to need an updated version. Cause I really in my head, it's like a full interactive website experience, but I can't afford that shit. So I've got to like, <laughs> no, they just I've got to make understand. it really easy to follow. Yeah, it, mine's not like, I think it's two pages, like a front and back, but Perfect. it's mostly words. But it makes it like, it explains the process and the why and the. Yeah, I have the, I have a, a page that is like, what is freight yeah, shipping and receiving but then they're also i've i'm separately working on stuff about procurement and i know you and i have talked about that as a whole mm -hmm. other series of like process party episodes where we talk about that stuff because it's so big it can fill a lot of information but having branded sheets that talk about that just really shows clients that you've got a process that's repeatable that it's organized that you've thought of everything it makes them feel good and basically, if you have a document or you have communication that you send to a client repeatedly, brand it and make it yeah. an item that you add, you keep adding to your client kit. So basically, that's what I'm doing is Every I time. don't have, like, I didn't sit down and create this client toolbox because I didn't have time in the beginning. So I'm just adding to it as I go and updating and perfecting as I go. I think it's really smart. I think it just shows clients that they're, everything's expected. There's, there's an idea for all of it that you've put down. It, I, I can't express enough how important it is that we elevate our professionalism as an industry because there are, for every one of us who are trying to be really transparent and upfront with clients, there are just as many who are really scrambling through the process and clients take a bad impression from that, from working with a, a designer or someone. Um, and I, it's damaging for all of us when that happens. And that's right. true for every industry, but it, it especially hurts us because we do seem from the outside, designers can seem very flighty and very yeah. creative and jumpy and it doesn't feel like an organized business. So we have to reinforce it whenever we can. Yeah. And that's why documents and we've talked about automation help me a lot because it helps me not to forget to <laughs> like there's a shorthand sometimes of like my understanding and there's a big gap between what the client's understanding. So if you have mm -hmm. this documentation, they can educate themselves and you can support that education. But yeah, I learned, I learned more about that when I was in when I worked in learning and development as a consultant with the bank, we were teaching a lot and they were like, if you have to say anything more than once, it needs to be like in the guide. So mm -hmm. it becomes a talking point 
or if you have to answer the same question more than once, it needs to be in there or it needs to be on a sheet or it, need, it, it needs to be somewhere. And because, everyone learns different. Like you can be, you can tell somebody something and they hear it, but they don't totally understand it because you yeah. probably gave them a lot of information. So to oh go God, back and yeah. have something to read, I think is really helpful. Totally, totally. So. And that's, it's, like, it's not always like the fun stuff for that, but it is like, you no. got to do it. So design it kind of cute <laughs> to make yeah. people want to read it. Don't just do a. Times New Roman legal doc. Bullet no point list. That shit. Yeah, that's save that for your contract if you have to. But um, some of the fun stuff I do, though, I during longer, mostly for remodel projects, this is happening. I I like to do like a gift of I was thinking about you. This is stressful. Here's like I don't know. You could do like a sandalwood candle and two face masks and just leave them during a site visit and just put a little note like take a moment for yourselves here you go and they don't I mean they don't cost it's not much yeah or like a little coffee gift card to go out and get a cup of coffee and get out yeah. of house or I think you said you did that with a client like you had sent them like a gift code I haven't like done Starbucks. it, but I have a friend who does it. So yeah, she'll be buy like a fifty dollar Starbucks card and then send it to all of, like of text it to some clients and like go get yourself a coffee and Grab they can coffee. just use they use the barcode. That's so cute. I know it's really cute and really. I think that's a smart idea. That, that was <laughs> my brain is. I have like a didactic memory. I won't remember that, that shit. Didactic. When people say things, they they sink into my head. Like if people have oh, photographic memories. Like once they see something, it's in there. For me, um, and it's Sean's worst enemy in all of life that I have a very didactic memory. If people say it out loud or I hear it on a radio commercial, like jingles from jingles from commercials, music starts playing. I got the lyrics in there. Did I know I had them? No. They're there. Like, oh yeah, I don't. I'm definitely more of a visual photographic memory. I can tell you where it was on the page if it was the left page or the right page towards the bottom. Like that's how yeah. I remember. Yeah, I have a very. It's not like a humble brag. I literally, it's just like it haunts me too. Because then you're like, that's not that's not what you said, and people are like, no, that's what I, I'm like actually. Let me and then I'm annoying. I'm that annoying guy. I'm like, hold on, let me hit the play button, and then my little speaker comes out of my brain. <laughs> um, and people are like, "How do you even?" And I'm like, "We all learn different." I just I do better when people say things. That's why I like phone calls instead of emails. That's why I like in person meetings instead of you know mm. virtuals. Like this is okay. We're you know we meet over Zoom for this, but. I emails good luck getting me to remember what was on line five of that email but if I read it out loud I'll remember it hmm. everybody's hmm. different We're but the Starbucks different. card it's a cool you idea did remember that that's a and smart one yeah I love that I'll do that that's so easy too yeah um at the end of projects it's always fun to just just do something to kind of mark it as a celebratory something. It, it doesn't, again, I know everyone's at different budget points for some of this in their businesses, but 
if if we're charging the right amount hourly use this as this is all part of your marketing expenses to give Mm -hmm. something to your clients to buy something for them so you know work that into your pricing model somehow because essentially my clients are paying for their own gifts right so that's just how it works behind the they scenes, should just pat themselves on the back you did such a great job but um <laughs> i'm i'm lucky that in mine i have something with my business name on it it's um so my great great aunt Benedict Renstead was a photographer from, she was in the first generation of my family to come from Denmark, which I tie into my investment guide. And I mentioned the Renstead family because they're really what encouraged me to start my business. And um, she has photographs of Native Americans that, um, a huge collection of them that are part of the Smithsonian. And they were exhibited and there was a book written by one of the Smithsonian um, anthropologists and it's, an, it's a really great coffee table book because it has some of these beautiful photographs from the turn of the last century. Um, and I buy them like 10 at a time and I give those to clients as sort of a gift because everybody you can use one. one more book. Well, come um, on down or ship it. I can ship it. Christmas wish list. I will I will link it in the, in the show Is it notes on too, like for Amazon and stuff? It's like yeah, you can buy it on... You can buy it on Amazon. Um, so her name is Benedict Benedict Renstead. But if you just look up like Rens, sure if you Google or Amazon search Renstead, you'd find it. Um, it's just like a fun little thing that's like people can have it on a shelf. Everybody needs more books, and the pictures right. are nice to look at. the The history of it, talking about like. Um, female photographers at the turn of the century. It's mm-hmm. a fascinating glimpse at history. It's a fascinating glimpse at Native American culture that went widely undocumented at that time frame because mm. a lot of them were, a lot of their culture was being erased. And so to have photographs of a lot of these tribal members and some of them are just so fantastic and, and beautiful. So I think it's a great history lesson visually if you just want it to be pretty um, and your name's on it. Your business and, name yeah, exactly. It, so that's cool. That's awesome. That, that makes it like an even easier of like, people be like, what's this book from? And it's like, oh, that's from my interior designer. Like, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So did you do anything like that? Any giveaways? I have started um, working with this illustrator who, it'll be based on the client and their kind of personality, but her name is Sharna Fulton. Um I heard about her through Rosa Beltran's Instagram and she does this really kind of fun illustrated. She does illustrations of rooms and she does a lot of architecture and maps and they're really kind of whimsical and cute, but I don't know. I really love her style. So she just did one for a client that I should be getting any day of their is she on Instagram. she's on Instagram mm-hmm. okay and her shop's on Etsy okay and we'll link we'll link her page in the show notes yeah she was really great to work with because I gave her a photo for reference and then she sent me a sketch for approval and then oh my the gosh these version. are so cute they're just really cute and it's not like they're they're playful they're cartoony or children's book illustratory yeah and they're different enough that you, if you hung it in the room that it's in, you wouldn't, you'd take a minute to realize it. Like, it's not like, 
an exact. It's not a 3D rendering. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. These are super, they're cute. They're playful. Um, yeah, I can totally see where this would be fun just to have it for for clients. Oh my God. Yeah, so a client so that's moving is doing, so I had her make one for a front door of my client who's move, who ended up selling their house as soon as we finished. So um, yeah. Because you made weird. it look so badass. Uh, <laughs> everybody wanted to buy their house hopefully um (laughs) yeah and then i know also our friend claire has used a render a renderer that you recommended who does a little bit more of a um illustrated style yeah uh they're more like i've i've used them for client presentations but they're not they're not, they're a combination of computer and handmade. So there are hand-drawn elements that make it feel mm-hmm. softer and more. A little more of a sketch. Yeah, more aspirational. I, I, for those of you that don't know, I desperately hate 3D renderings. I hate photorealistic 3D renderings because I think it makes the client expectation um, too high. I think they start taking that very literally when it looks like a literal space that you could live in, like a photo. Um, and I really prefer to leave some things up for grabs. And because then they're like, for... I don't like that vase on the counter. I know. <laughs> okay, and we're then, not they, there yet. It does. Girl. Like, oh, I don't like that drapery color. And you're like, okay, we're playing pretend. And when it looks too real, they it's too literal it's like up for debate right and i like when it's sort of this is playful it's aspirational it's very clear that this is not a real space like we are there is room for us to make it you still um so that's a fun one um and yeah just continue with the notes with it like really I, d- I hand deliver. That's the other enhancement to this is I don't just like drop them off. I make an appointment. If their project is wrapped up, I make an appointment with them to come by. By that point, this is now like unpaid time. So I'm coming by to show my gratitude for them working with me and I'm dropping it off. I'm saying, you know, just seeing how they're doing, seeing how they're enjoying the space, making sure they're happy and giving them something with it. And I mean, sometimes I'm there 15 minutes. Sometimes if we really get going, it's 30 minutes. Like, I just try to show that I'm being generous with my time. Yeah. That's sweet. And it's also marking the end. (laughs) Like, and now we are done. We're definitely done. You already paid. Like, I don't bring that until, like, the last invoice is paid. Yeah. (laughs) Not like I'm holding the gift hostage, but definitely, like, this is finalizing. And on a high note. Yeah. Everything's done. You paid me. I gave you all of your care and maintenance materials. Like you're, we're done, done. There's no more touch-ups. There's no more final little things that have to be done. We're done. I'm coming. I want to think, I want to make a time to come by. I got something for you to mark the end of your project. I'd love to come by and see you, even if it's just for 15 minutes. Very intentional that we're done. Yeah, no, that's that's what I like about it too. Um, that's it the end cre- of the project, though. Which creates a nice experience. 
Yeah. And overall, I think we want to try to add to the experience clients are having along the way. What are some things you do? At the launch of a project, this is like when I say launch, it's like when the hammers are going to swing or oh, like when, demo day. Yeah. Like this is right before demo day. Like maybe the construction team isn't there, but this is like the launch date. This, this is the time I'm going to see them right before it does, or it's the day the contractor shows up. I like to be there the day that the crew shows up, but I also do not freaking show up at 7 a.m. when the construction crews do. Like, that's not my jam. That's always a stressful morning for clients. And so I, I prefer to do it right before, but I always will still do a site meeting that first day just to reinforce with the contractor team that I'm going to be there. Um, but I like to meet with them all, even if it's right before the hammer swings with the team, the client, like everybody feels good. We've got stuff under control. Um, Who's doing I what? Like, what questions belong yeah, to like, who? Right. And then reinforce again with the contractors like, hey, I'm here to be the, the client's advocate. I'm also here to make your job easier. Let's keep that going. I bring a bottle of wine or champagne for the clients. I don't expect them to open it while we're there, obviously, because usually these are like morning meetings. But I do like to toast the project. Um, unrelated to the client, but more for like keeping my contractors happy. I usually either order pizzas. Like I tell the contractor like, Hey, I want to get you guys pizzas today. What do you guys want? I'll order it and just get it delivered to you. Or I'll, I'll like give the contractor, you know, 40 bucks or something. What, however much I think it's going to be for a couple pizzas for everyone working that day, like on a Friday. Yeah, that's fun. I mean, it's donuts not much, go a long way, which donuts, is surprising to me. People freaking love the donuts. They love pizzas. It's, I mean, you just want your crews to be happy. Um, I find like other people were like, "Oh yeah, I just like I try to keep waters." I'm like, "Yeah, I I feel like now like that's kind of not my jam. Like I'd rather be the food person than the water guy because water feels kind of basic." be different if I yeah. showed up with a six pack on a Friday afternoon and was like, you guys take these Budweiser's home with you. But it's like, that's kind of wacky. So it's not my jam. <laughs> you want to be the guy like pizza's here, everybody. The pizzas are here. You guys eat some pizza. No one says no to pizza. I don't know any contractor who's like, oh, I'm watching my figure. No, not when there's right. pizza on a job site and they're, you know, throwing up framing and putting in flooring all day. Like everyone will eat a piece of pizza. Yeah, no, that's a good touch. So um, wine, wine, champagne is usually for the client. Like, hey, relax a minute. Remember this is a big deal. You don't spray. You don't have like one to drink and one to spray. and <laughs> Like a christening or not a christening. Oh, my God. Um, what do you call? Isn't it called oh. a christening when you launch a boat? What's I that called? Oh, so. that sounds right. Um, like I don't know. When you, launch a, when you launch a yeah, like you launch a ship. Yeah. It's a christening, right? What is it? I don't know. We're yeah, looking boat it christening. Up. Yeah, right? Like you boat break the bottle on the... Yeah, that's a thing. Um, so yeah, you can just like break it over the I, the old ugly island countertop and <laughs> like this granite like a, is piecing out. Bye, like, a, like a rock star hotel party? Like, are you running <laughs> a rock? <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. Or you Got could just it. shake it up and spray it all over the kitchen that's about to get <laughs> I mean, wah, wah, wah. that's what people How think we do all day. Yeah. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Let's get demoed. <laughs> that would be so fun. This is going to be a party. Yeah, like maybe not like build it up too much of a high note because they're going to be coming down hard. Yes, they're going to come home that night and say what the fuck for sure. That every their life is going to be a disaster. I I always um, at some point send an email very early and I'm like, I know you're in the what have we done to our house phase. Remember, it's going to be okay. That's usually like in the first week's email. yeah i know you're in the phase of holy crap but it's gonna be good i know it's scary i know you can see dirt underneath your house right now or your floors are ripped up or we cut through your concrete foundation to do new plumbing like it's scary yeah and it's disruptive yeah i actually just had a client um because i was sharing my i shared my office in and and that's not like a secret but i shared the tour of my office before starting one room challenge and it's a literal shit show like well not literally there's not actually shit in there um but it's it's a dog show more like it 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 was a mess a mess and a half a hot mess and really wasn't that messy it's for me it looks like if i would be worried that i anybody knows what they're doing when they would have walked into that the way it was before so but the uh, one of my clients i'm working with replied to my story and she was like oh my god i feel like you get me now and i'm like i've always got you you just never <laughs> saw this i'm like i designers are just like you we all have those spaces where the junk drawer is or we oh, have to throw yeah. crap into a room when people come over like Right. It happens to everybody unless you have a full-time staff. So Right. Anyway. Um yeah, I I think those little touches are really important. Um you add a little je ne sais quoi to your presentations too. <laughs> is that is that what we're going to call that? Yeah, I feel um, like there's like mood music happening during it. Yeah, I'm playing. I'm usually playing Enya Sail Away. <laughs> and no, it's really I. Really um, aspirational. I try to not, like, my mood boards and my presentation materials when I bring, like, tile and fabrics and all of that, I try to bring a couple things that are really related to mood and energy and not mm-hmm. just rough, raw materials. So, like, is it a little bowl with, like, it's so weird how stuff gets people going. Like, a small bowl with a slightly burned Palo Santo in it or a sage bundle, it, it like brings connection for people and you don't actually need to burn it, but I mean, well, the look is imagine there. it helps them imagine it as a complete room and experience right. that they'll have. Exactly. But then, yeah, like having a candle burning is a nice energy. I'm drawn to like, I'm, I don't know what it is. Are there scents that you feel you're drawn to constantly in candles? Because for me, it's like sandalwood. Yeah. Um, uh, I like what's... the ones that are like woody and have a little bit of a um Like, is it herbaceous? Oud, oud wood? Mm. Oud? What is it called? Yeah, I like the ones that are like kind of fireplacey, not tobacco. Yeah. 
What is not sweet? Oud is called something else depending on where you're from. Oh, agarwood. Hmm. A G A R. So that's in a lot of candle scent, musky scents, not in a weird bo kind of way, but like candles that have that mm-hmm. kind of like cologne, cologne type of undertone. Yeah, I got one recently that has that. It's like a good, like good throwback to Dracar Noir. Like, <laughs> cool. Your 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 stank boyfriend's cologne, like, (laughs) (laughs) but you thought it was really cool. It had to be on your pillowcase and stuff, like, (laughs) put some on your sweater. Um, But yeah, I like doing something like that, or bringing a couple cuttings from, like, my olive trees or from my garden, like some lavender. Like, bring some of that to a presentation. I did a bathroom presentation where I brought an unused is the key. (laughs) An unused, unbleached, like natural sea sponge. I thought you were gonna say a roll of toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's glamour in Corona times. That's, that's um, a real gift. Brought, There's a client I brought you guys gift a little, for you. I brought you a gift. Yeah, but yeah, bring bring something like that that helps connect to. So kind of like a flat lay is. that you would something you would do in a flat lay for a photo. Bring yeah. that to the presentation and kind of create yeah. a moment. Yeah, clients nice. can't resist it. They're always picking that stuff. They're going to be picking up tile. They're going to be picking up fabric. It's the tactile side of what we're going to do. And everybody has these connections to smell and to texture. And so you're just, I'm just trying to like reinforce those types of connections when, when they're seeing it. And also kind of give them a um, feeling of luxury. So they want that and will be willing to invest in it totally when they're yeah, choosing this is, materials i mean this the whole thing about the client experience is about creating an energy creating um a tone where they're really involved and engaged in the process they're happy you're making sure that they know how important it is to feel good during this process because it is so stressful. I mean, we're not 100% responsible for their self-worth throughout this, but if you can help some of it, it, it does relieve pressure and it makes your job easier. I was thinking about this concept the other day about how we are like, like I don't know if this is going to be relatable to you, but we are like <laughs> design doulas. So, like, <laughs> okay, yes. So like a doula, like I had one, she was our support person who was the intermediary between the nurses and the doctors and us. So she knew what our plan was. She knew what we wanted and she was the in-between to help guide us and kind of be the bad guy when like I needed to be protected during the process. So yeah. um, Yeah. Like in this, this case, like we're the doula. We're helping them have a non-screaming silent birth (laughs) yeah and it's like in what they want it's like as much as they like try to like speak for them and advocate for them really it's an advocacy so like the doctor is the con the contractor is the doctor in this case right or the hospital which is like and like the subs are like the nurses yeah and the hospital is going to do things as cheap and efficiently and like Mm -hmm. their way Mm -hmm. first but we guide them to 
a little bit of a different choice sometimes. Yeah, not every yeah. contractor gets it. And that's the big piece of what we do is the warm, the warm and fuzzy part of it's yeah, not a doula just a pretty... holds your hand. A doctor doesn't hold your hand. Like... Yeah. And the doula like speaks to you in an empathetic way and it very it humanizes essential oils on you. Yeah. Yeah. It humanizes it what is partner. otherwise a... <laughs> helps them like this is normal. This is stressful. Like, hey, come come yeah. over here. Calm We're gonna down. help you calm down. Let's take a couple deep breaths, all of us together. Exactly. Like, that, and and really design once it gets going can feel very clinical because most of what we do is very business oriented like tracking orders placing orders all of this like we lose sight of the sexy fun cool parts yeah so. and the in between the relationship between the partners or the homeowners um can get really stressful so being the dynamic that is kind of the intermediary and can kind of smooth things over. Like I find myself in that role a lot. Yeah. Um, I joke a lot with them. I'm like, you guys didn't divorce yet. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. You're doing better than a lot of other people do. And they're like, oh my God, no, don't joke about that. We've, and we've had a sure few. There's always and one like... partner who doesn't always feel heard. <laughs> right. It tends to be the husband, but right. not and always. I'm like, well, what, are you, what are you looking for? What do you want that you're not getting? Or like, <laughs> and that's like, if you send me like a really kooky light fixture... Oh like I just got from the husband that, okay, I'm going to try to understand what it is about this that he likes and find a way to translate that. So he feels hurt, but also the antlers are a no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a no from me. Um, that's my favorite <laughs> gif is Simon Cowell from it's like America's got talent or whatever his show was or still might be where he goes, it's a no from me. And he has that look on his face. Like I'm, that's me. I want to be like, um, when they go, whenever clients go, it might, it, I, I think this might be tacky. And I'm like, it probably will be even before I see it. You just got to joke with it. Like, yeah, it probably okay. will be what, show me what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I won't shame you too badly. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's our job anyway. So these are just yeah. some ideas to get started. So, I'd love to hear from doula. listeners. Yeah, we're Rebecca Plum, design doula. Um, <laughs> I'd love to hear from listeners what they do to enhance their client experience. Yes, we want more ideas. We'll link up the ideas we had that were specific um, in show notes. Totes, totes to my goats. Totes on the show notes. All right, well, that's a wrap on this week. Until next time. Stay hot, designers. Thanks for joining this meeting of the Hot Young Designers Club podcast. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Check out the show notes there for links to things we talked about today. We are keeping the conversation going on Instagram, so don't forget to like, comment, and follow at Hot Young Designers Club. You can find Rebecca on Instagram at Studio Plum. And you can find Sean at Renstead Interiors. That's W-R-E-N-S-T-E-D. He was calling us daddies. I'm like, bitch, I'm 35. Like, I would have had to That's have a like teenage a kid. I would have sexy... had to be. No, it's not appropriate. Just because I have a few gray hairs and I'm 35, like, daddy maybe to like a toddler
not to like a full grown adult other gay man. Like, no, no. 